When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I'm a fighter. Uh, if anybody ever questions how much I want it, just turn on this tape. He's still brown. And all I have to think about with the Browns is, what the hell is your plan? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What the hell is your plan, Cleveland? That's why teams are being like... I'm not going to trade for him right now. You're going to have to cut him. Today's guest, four-time NBA champion, John Spider Sally. Plus your phone calls, complete Game 7 weekend recap, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Sitting here in Los Angeles like a cone. I am your humble host. What a weekend of sports, everybody. Yes, three hours we've got to discuss it today, and there is much to discuss with Game 7s all over the spot uh, on hardwood and on ice. Uh, the NFL uh, offseason is always worthy of being discussed. We shall do exactly that as we're still sifting through all the schedules that got released at the very end of last week. Major League Baseball. Uh, heading towards the quarter post point of their season. That's always a Memorial Day. We're just a couple of weeks away from all of that good stuff. 844-204-RICH, number to Don. I have a conversation here with us here on NBC Sports on Peacock, NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM, Channel 85. We say hello to our terrestrial radio listeners on the Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio Network, uh, 50 affiliates and growing. Yeah, guys. Congratulations to us, everybody. Uh, And also our Odyssey app. If you're listening to us on our Odyssey app, we say hello to you. And there's our podcast listeners on our Cumulus Podcast Network, where all podcasts can be acquired. We say hello to you. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for anything that you may have missed. Christopher Brockman, good to see you here today, sir. Rich, great to see you. I am doing... Excellent. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. Not looking at the uh, the American League East standings, but another. another good to see you, uh, Mike Del Tufo. How are you, sir? I'm here all week. Trying to feel. Good to see you. Hey, 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 that's breaking hey, news. Hey. Breaking news. Lighting the candle, T.J. Jefferson. How are you, sir? Well, we got 50 radio affiliates. We're still not on in Altoona or Pittsburgh, so we need to change that. Somehow. Well, you know, yeah. we can work Somebody on it. We us. can work on it. But we're on in the east, the rest of the East Coast. <laughs> um, so east Coast. I'm just firing in all directions here today. Hey, uh, everybody, we're going to have a new NBA champion for the fifth straight season, by the way. The last time that happened... Um, was uh, the old winning time era, 74 to 79. That was the uh, last time that happened in the association. We're going to have a new NBA champion because Chris Brockman's Boston Celtics shot the lights out in TD Garden yesterday. 22 three-point shots, seven from the sharpshooter that Brockman <laughs> didn't even know he had in Grant Williams. Uh, seven threes, and then Jason Tatum with your pedestrian 23-6-8 line. Um, Marcus Smart, a double-double doing his lockdown ability um, on occasion. And then Giannis, a 25-20-9 and and effort in a Game 7 blowout loss. The Celtics just dismantled the Milwaukee Bucks, and they move on to take on the Miami Heat for the right to represent the Eastern Conference it is the 37th, and I don't believe that that is a typo that I saw. 37th conference final appearance by the Boston Celtics? There's half. The, exactly half of all the exactly uh, conference finals. Half. Do we count all those ones from the 50s when there were 18? I or? think we do. Oh, okay. Well. They yeah. certainly count. What's great is I saw someone try to troll on them like, oh, and they only have 17 championships. <laughs> that's the most. Ever. That's yeah. <laughs> to your research. And, and this is to your again. Research. This has got to be some of the most satisfying moments for Celtic fan. For this team, again, as soon as last season ended, Brad Stevens is saying, "You know what? I'm I'm going upstairs." And you, you know, you and the rest of the Celtics fans were like, "Is this a cop out? Like, what is this? Like, so we're going to blame Ainge 
and the guy who couldn't do much with all of the Ainge plans, we're just going to stick with him and kick him upstairs because he knows the roster that they hope you were, that most everyone hopes they were going to blow up anyway. And they hire a Raptors assistant that I proffer to say Celtics fans had never heard of before. And the first couple of months this season, it looked like that plan was uh, a load of hot garbage. <laughs> hot garbage. Garbage. That's what, it, honestly, the first, oh right God. around the Absolutely. first of the year, right around New Year's Eve, it was like, what are they doing? What was the plan? Because it sure wasn't working out. And they weren't fun to watch. Like, I just kind of, you kind of tuned out. A lot of Boston Celtics fans just tuned out because the team wasn't fun. Ime was calling guys out in the media. There were closed-door meetings. Multiple, what is, multiple. What is happening? Multiple closed-door meetings. And then Jalen Brown tweeted out, energy is about to change. And it did. It and it's just been um, a phenomenal run for them to watch them, yeah, uh, to watch them uh, do what they've done. Um, and it's funny. We thought that they would be, they didn't even have to face the Sixers. That didn't even happen. And they are the ones who bounced the defending uh, NBA champs after the defending NBA champs took a game five in very heartbreaking fashion for the Celtics. I mean, just uh, a, a gut-wrenching, soul-stealing finish by Jeru Holiday. And the Celtics go into game six in Milwaukee and then just blew the doors off Milwaukee and just said, Giannis, you can do what you do. We'll take care of everything else. And then, by the way, good luck trying to overcome 22 three-point shots. I mean, that'll wrap it up, and the Celtics and the Heat are going to be some good old-fashioned ass-kicking Eastern Conference basketball, um, and I look forward to that. As you know, there is a uh, lush history in the last 20-some-odd years of these two teams having at it in the playoffs, and I can't wait to watch this Eastern Conference Finals. In the Western Conference Finals, how about them apples? It's the Golden State Warriors who limped to the finish line. Don't you mean your Golden State Warriors? (laughs) My Golden State Warriors, who just, you know, finally whooped the trick and um, (laughs) made their way into the Western Conference Finals. And Steve Kerr is now through COVID. Congrats to him. Um, And I'm sure what helped him get back uh, nice and healthy was uh, hearing from uh, Chris Brockman seat, uh, Susie talk about uh, how attractive he is as a, as a coach. <laughs> that was great. That was odd. That was great. Cause you were sitting there. I was sitting here. I was on the air. Things that, things that Chris would never say for 100, I, Alex. That's, that's something, um, well, he might say something like that. And I, I should mention that Susie's uh, basketball acumen does not uh, rest on that sort of thing. But, Definitely not. Uh, long story short, though, is uh, Curry um, graduates from college, and Curry graduates from his rapid tests and PCRs, <laughs> and, um, and, and Clay... Sh- Saves the bacon in the day, and six clay. He would game six clay showed up, um, and the Grizz now are uh, they've they have moved on, and the Warriors have matriculated uh, into the Western Conference Finals again. And just when we thought it was going to be Suns versus Warriors, just when we thought that the Suns had um, moved uh, in the direction of giving us that one versus two series. Uh, one versus three, pardon me, series in the Western Conference, uh, Chris Paul turned 37. And I don't know what happened, but it's another one of those, I don't know what happened with Chris Paul, even though he was up two games to none in a game, uh, in a best of seven playoff series. I mean, talk about your Groundhog Day. Here we are again. Here we are again with Chris Paul and his team looking terrific, looking like all they were uh, needed to do is roll some basketballs out in a series in which they had home court advantage. And um, he's gone from the playoffs once again, not even reaching the conference finals level again. And I don't know what to say. I have no answer for you, folks. I do not know what to say about Chris Paul's ability 
10 points, four assists for Chris Paul in this game. And Devin Booker as well. I mean, for this team to show up in a game seven and get a seven of 22 performance from the two best players on the team and for them to just flat out no show like this is something I quite don't grasp. I don't understand. And the only way that you can answer that question is it's Chris Paul. I I don't know what else to say. It's clearly it's a team effort. When I say it's Chris Paul, man, it's clearly a team effort because he had Blake and DeAndre out here. He had Harden in Houston. This time around, it might be his hand that got hurt. There always seems to be an injury. It was COVID last year, and it was it's always something. Always something. I don't know if he needs a seance. I don't know if he needs... Kyrie Sage? I don't know what he needs. He needs to smudge, Is uh, I guess, right? I, I don't know what the answer is. But it is a team effort. Booker no-showed. DeAndre Ayton. I mean, my gosh. 17 minutes and then hardly a lick in the second half. Monty Williams, your coach of the year, can't even figure it out. This is what he had to say after the game about uh, about D.A., as they referred to in the, the Valley. The D.A. only played 17 minutes tonight, yep. and so he didn't play most of the fourth quarter. Is there any reason why is he hurt? Or is it's internal. That'll wrap it up. That's uh, That was the end of that soundbite. It's internal. Well, what, that, what does that even mean? What, what it, if <laughs> I had to guess what it means? If I, if I guess what it means, it means that... Um, Aiton, as you know, wanted a long-term deal, oh. did not get one, and we were praising Monty Williams for and the rest of this team for getting the most out of everybody and getting the most out of Aiton. He didn't get paid. And I'm wondering if he was saying, I'm closing up shop here, and the coach is like, great, sit your ass down. But it's internal. I'm just guessing. But that game was over at halftime. I'm just guessing. I mean, Chris Paul so, and Devin Booker combined for three points. Luca scores as many as well, they Well, now did. I want to get to that because okay. there's another four-letter word as to why this happened yesterday. Yeah. To the Suns. It's Luca. How amazing is this guy? Generationally brilliant. How amazing is he to watch him play? It's incredible. There's not a shot that he can't make. There's not a shot he's not willing to attempt and make. There's not a shot he can't create. There's not a shot that can be prevented. Uh, uh, Honestly, um, good luck to the Warriors. (laughs) Because he's playing at the very top of his game, and now he's feeling it too. Not like he's never felt it before, but he's smiling after every shot. He's he, He knows He's unstoppable. He knows it. He feels it. And kudos to the Mavs, man. February 10th, saying Porzingis out, Dinwiddie in. This was after, as you know, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. got hurt for the year. Villanova keeps churning out the kids at the next level, don't they? Jalen Brunson is terrific. Jason Kidd, when you thought like he couldn't do it anymore... That's how so silly and stupid things can be is that you just feel like guys are retreads and they can't figure anything out and they pushed the buttons and kid has pushed the buttons and he has got everybody playing in a way where they are the better team against the top team in the league this year. Taking four out of the last five to take the series as once again, Chris Paul up two games to love, can't finish it out. So it's the Warriors versus the Mavs. I would sit here and say I like my Warriors because I've liked them all year long and that whatever the Grizzlies could dial up against them, I don't know if the Mavs are going to be able to dial it up against them. By that I mean defensively, defensively. And I don't know what their answer for Luca is going to be. I don't think if any, I don't think anybody's got an answer. I don't think anybody's got an answer for him right now. 
And then your Celtics can absolutely, all four of these teams can take it. Every last one of these four teams can take it in the NBA. It is so completely wide open right now. And it all starts Tuesday. It'll start Tuesday night. Eastern Conference Finals and so on and so forth. So the uh, Mavs played a Game 7 and then the Stars played a Game 7 in the NHL playoffs. Two Game 7s went to overtime yesterday. The Rangers survive, unfortunately, for Dallas. They didn't sweep the day. Uh, Calgary took uh, that Game 7 in overtime. Um, so the, the Dallas uh, Metroplex had quite the Game 7 palooza yesterday. And then... The uh, cherry on top was uh, Jerry Jones telling Peter King today that he could sell the Cowboys for $10 billion, but he <laughs> intends not to. That is one of the greatest flexes of all time. <laughs> I can sell the Cowboys for $10 billion, but I'm not going to sell. Is he lying just a little bit? Is so, he lying, though? Huh? I said, is he lying, though? I don't think so. He's not lying. <laughs> My, the current number I'm hearing for the for the Denver Broncos is 4-6. Oh, man. And that's for the Broncos. A, and that's, that's a, a straight-up auction, by the way. So that that's number could go higher. That's what I'm hearing right now for the for the Denver Broncos. That's a bargain, too. Wow. That one crossed my <laughs> ear gate right just yesterday, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And so um, so I guess if the Broncos are 4-6, the Cowboys could be worth the 10-B. Why not? He's not selling. There's no way. <laughs> There's I, no way. I explained to Chris earlier today why he wouldn't sell. There's like, no way. There's no chance. He's 79, right? Say he gets $10 billion. And let's just say Jerry lives for another 20 years t- to make it to 99. You know how miserable that man would be without football for 20 years despite having that money? All right, counterpoint, counterpoint. How much joy has the Cowboys really brought Jerry That's in the last true. 25 years? Wow, check the yeah. bank Sell account. for $10 billion, yeah. check, okay? Check his bank wow. account. Well, he yeah. could have $10 billion. $10 billion. And then now you enjoy the rest of your life. Do you yeah. want me to actually jump in here with the reality of the situation? Right. Or you don't uh, want please. me to jump in here with I the reality? I enjoy yeah. the rest of your because life. Because I have a feeling you're going to lean more towards my side than the, his. The so. reality of the situation is there is no way. There's no way so. There is no way he would look at Stephen and say, yeah, we're just going to cash out here. Out. No, Stevens put the skin in the game, man. <laughs> That's staying in the Jones family for a very long time. But doesn't you know, make these are you now, they, happy. The Cowboys are now, <laughs> the Cowboys are now another human being's birthright. <laughs> That's what's going on in, in, in the NFL with the Dallas Cowboys. Plus, I don't, there's, but, only, there's only a couple people on the planet, right? Okay. Who could well, actually well, buy that? I mean, as a single person, just a single entity, of but course. are they happy? Are they really happy, though, but when it comes really down to it? are really happy, TJ? Come on. Yeah. You have been happy since, like, the mid-90s. <laughs> How about this? How about this? How about this? No, no, let's, 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 let's settle this. Let's settle this the way... Let's settle this the way normal, rational, adult people would, and that's by taking it to Twitter. Yes. Yes. No, no, yes. no, please. Yes. Take it to Twitter. Yes. Take it to yes. Twitter. You know how this is going to work, Rich. You don't know what I'm about to say. Whatever. If there's... Every, even the slightest bit of a chance that there could be some cowboy slander in one of these polls, it's going to go that way. People hate us. Twitter poll. Yes. <laughs> At Rich Eisen Show. In. Locked. In. You're in, in right, Chris? I'm in. I'm, Here I'm, you my go. My fingers are ready. Which franchise will win a Super Bowl first? Oh. Dallas or New England? Settle it. Oh. Settle it. Well, See who's happy. See who's happy. His guy? His team? He's got, Matt Jones? He's got and Bill Belichick. Matt Jones. He's well, got Bill Belichick. You've got Dak and Dan Quinn. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, hold on a minute. Let me look hold it up. On. Hold on. <laughs> Mike McCarthy. He's got Bill Belichick. Mac Jones courtside at the C's last night. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bob Kraft and Was Paul he? Pierce. Oh, yeah. How did I not see him? Come on. I saw Kraft. I saw Pierce. I saw Wick. Well, he was right behind them. In the okay. That's <laughs> because Mac, Mac, Mac wasn't doing the gritty. <laughs> 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We got a great new poll question at Rich Eisen Show. Something we're going to ask our friend Ross Tucker of the Ross Tucker um, media conglomerate that is growing. Um, One of his tweets caught my eye today uh, about uh, how he thinks neither Carolina nor Seattle is going to go into week one with their current quarterbacks on the roster. So that that reads Jimmy G and Baker Mayfield, and my answer, my my question to that is that okay, then when, when? I don't know, man. We're in the middle of May right now, and that is an open ended question. That is the question of the 2022 
offseason that is lingering the longest. Last year it was what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. And then the year before that, it was what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and a little bit of where's Tom Brady going to wind up, right? Yeah. That was two off seasons ago. Now it's what's the deal with Baker and how does Jimmy G play into all of this? And what does that mean for the teams that currently have them and which teams are going to go get them? We're going to dive into that a little bit more uh, on deal? this program. Tim Callishaw will join us. You know, the Metroplex, Game 7 in the NBA, Game 7 in the NHL, and Jerry Jones says, I got $10 billion burning a hole, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing anything with it except watching it grow. Um, and then in hour number three, the star of Sneakerella on Disney+, Plus, which is a twist so on the Cinderella. No, oh. it's a, a twist on the Cinderella <laughs> theme, but it involves sneakers. Hey, now, sign us up. In. And John Sally is the guy who's in it, and he's coming in studio. Spider. Spider. On his birthday. That's right. It is his birthday. He's only 25. <laughs> I need my glasses for that one. Could be absolutely completely reversed. But at any rate, uh, John Sally's going to join us here on this program. This is going to be a lot of fun, talking to John Sally with everything going on here on the program. He's 58 today. 58 years old. My goodness. So... And then there's you at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We're going to call uh, Ross Tucker when we come back right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program, uh, here back on on our terrestrial radio network with everybody else here on NBC Sports on Peacock and NBC Sports Sirius XM Channel 85. Uh, let's check on our poll questions that currently stands right now, Chris, since you were talking smack about Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. And I, I believe was talking you, smack? You were. Like, really, how happy would it really yeah, make yeah, him? Yeah, to, how, how happy are the Cowboys truly making him? Uh, I mean, so I'm like, okay, let's put, it, really let's put it to the people. Which team will win a championship first? The Cowboys or the your New England Patriots? Let's see it. All right, I put it up there at Rich Eisen Show. Give us a call, you know, 844-204-RICH, or just log on and vote. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, franchise to win a Super Bowl first, Dallas Cowboys, 30%. Oh, gosh. Wow. I was good. You know, you say you're, you weren't a math guy, Rich. I was pretty good at math growing 70%. up. 70%. That means 70% think the Patriots, so... TJ, you know what I mean. I'm just. I'm. I'm disappointed. In who? 
the people. Well, it, it takes a nice chunk out of the pie. Thank you very much. When you first suggested you you had a thought of how to settle this, I thought you were going to suggest trial by combat. So I was actually oh, thinking of yeah, like who I would bring in the fight for this side. But if you're going to put it on Twitter, of course we're going to lose. This man is the host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, and you could check him out at Ross Tucker NFL as well on Twitter. I follow him, and you should as well. Back here on the Rich Eisen, how you doing, Ross? How you been? Rich, I am awesome, man. How about yourself? I'm doing fine. I've got a Patriot fan and I've got a Cowboy fan here. And with the news that the Cowboys are, uh, Jerry, telling uh, um, uh, Peter King that the Cowboys could go for $10 billion, which I don't uh, disagree with, um, that uh, the Patriot fan is like, yeah, but how happy does that really make Jerry to keep the Cowboys? Uh, I put out a Twitter poll. Who's going to win a championship first, Patriots or Cowboys? How would you, what would you click on first? Ooh. You know the answer, Ross. It's okay. Gosh, that's such a great question. Thank you, sir. Um, you know, it's weird, Rich, because it feels like the Cowboys have sort of just missed out on a golden opportunity. You know, I think about their offensive line, Tyron Smith getting up there in years, Zach Martin probably past his peak, although he's still playing at a really high level. Zeke isn't what he was. Dak is now making huge money. Amari's gone. I feel like there's almost going to be like a 30 for 30 someday where we're going to look back and be like, how did they win? What did they win one playoff game? Like, how is it possible that they had these good young skill players on rookie contracts, arguably the best line in the league for a couple of years, and they really did almost nothing with it? I mean, I know they made the playoffs and they won the division, but very, very little, not even getting to a conference championship game. Then you got the Patriots, who I was not impressed with their draft, although I guess nobody really asked me. <laughs> I think they probably have a better chance than the Cowboys, as long as Belichick is the coach there. I guess I would go Patriots. I will tell you this, though, Rich. This Jerry Jones $10 billion thing, it's really making me laugh. I'll tell you what he does know about. He knows about um, profit margin and EBITDA. Because the Cowboys were the only team that I played for out of my five that charged you for lunch. Come on. They charged for lunch. What? They would payroll deduct. I think it was 100 bucks, Probably been 150 bucks. They would payroll deduct 150 bucks a week for lunch. And it was garbage. It was like mashed potatoes, like fried chicken. And I remember I asked the finance guy, I'm like, what is this $150 a week payroll? He's like, uh, yeah, you know, it doesn't bother you that much, right? Look how much you're getting. I'm like, no, no, it, it bothers me. What is it? And he said, that's for lunch. I thought, what if I just bring, like, a turkey sandwich? Like, are you still going to take the 150 bucks away? So and not only that, Rich, when I got cut by Parcells, I went to the equipment room to get my helmet because I had started seven games the year before, and uh, Mike, the equipment guy, is a great guy. He said, Jerry looks at that as his property. And we're gonna have to pay her old deduct you at three hundred bucks. I'm like, that's fine. I started seven games with the Cowboys. I want to keep the helmet for my kids for the rest of my life. If you guys need to pay her old deduct me three hundred dollars, go ahead. So they're definitely valuable, Rich. They definitely know profit margin in Dallas. So uh, are you saying, uh, Ross Tucker, that the uh, Cowboys are kind of like a a golf club? There's a there's a um, there's a food and beverage minimum. Is that what you're saying that you that you have to hit in order to cause did. Did you bring a chick a turkey sandwich and 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 keep the buck fifty a week or what? No, I wanted to though. I should have called him out on it. I mean, I literally talked to the finance guy, but I didn't actually go ahead with it. But yeah, I mean, I I played for five teams. They're the only one that charged for lunch, and I'm thinking I don't know if anybody else charged me for my helmet. I and mean, I'm looking behind me. Uh, the Bills didn't. The Patriots didn't. Washington didn't. So, yeah, I think the Cowboys were also the only team that ever charged for my helmet. So you do believe the $10 billion uh, line, then, the profit margin, you margin what? call. Here's what I believe, Rich. Yes. I know enough about businesses now to know that ultimately they're really trading off of EBITDA. And if you're charging your players for lunch and their helmet, probably get a pretty good EBITDA. Yeah. Probably, probably, probably get a lot of profit, a lot of earnings there, a lot of net income for Jerry Jones. Probably. Certainly more than the other people. I mean, we already know. We don't have to guess. We already know that they are they create the most revenue. And I'm giving you examples of them clearly 
cutting cutting down on their expenses. So yeah, the, the cash is probably flowing very nicely there for the Dallas Cowboys. Ross Tucker, Ross Tucker Football Podcast at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Saw your tweet today that you don't think the Panthers or the Seahawks are going to go into Week One with their current quarterbacks on the roster. Why do you think that? Yeah, I, I guess I just don't really believe that. Um, Carolina, we know Matt rules on the hot seat. Is he really going into this year with a guy like Sam Darnold and Matt Corral? I, I just, I just don't believe that. I, I think they're both posturing, both being the Seahawks and the Panthers, because the Panthers are probably waiting out Jimmy G's surgery and seeing how he can throw in June and July. I think the Panthers probably believe that they're kind of in the driver's seat to be able to get either Jimmy G or Baker Mayfield because the Niners wouldn't want to send Jimmy G up to Seattle. I doubt that. Now, listen, I played with the Buffalo Bills after the Patriots had traded Bledsoe to Buffalo, which nobody ever thought they would do, but they did. I still don't see Jimmy G going to Seattle. I don't see that happening. So I think right now... Seattle and Carolina are slow playing it because they know that eventually it'll get uncomfortable for Cleveland with Baker Mayfield with that kind of guaranteed money in training camp. They wouldn't want him to get hurt. There's issues there. And then they want to see how, how healthy Jimmy is. So I think once July comes around, once it gets real with Jimmy's health and with Baker Mayfield reporting to training camp and, you know, not that quarterbacks get injured that much, but you never know. I just don't think the Browns want – Baker to be at training camp. I think they want to have this resolved. I think I think it'll sort itself out probably with Baker going to Seattle and Jimmy going to Carolina. So that's your you, oh man. I don't know when that happens. When does that happen? Because you know, I I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns hold on to Baker in training camp and just tell him go off to the side like Deshaun did in Houston. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens because. Uh, at what point what, they're going to have to cut him. Nobody's going to come get him unless it, there's a significant injury, like a major significant injury like uh, Teddy Bridgewater. And I don't even know if if Baker would be the first choice for a team like Seattle if if Jimmy G's also cut and on the market. You know? I don't yeah, know. You know, what I, you, know what, you know what I envision with Baker? I envision him going to one of those two teams – for like six million dollars, the Browns pay the other twelve million, and the Browns get a late round pick. So if you're the Browns, obviously it's not ideal, but you get something in return, and you're not on the hook for the full eighteen and a half or whatever it is. Whereas the other team says, "Okay, you know, we make sure we get them. We're only paying them six. And we know he's on our team, and we're giving up a late-round pick. Maybe it's a six-round pick. But that is why I think Carolina and Seattle are slow playing. I think that they believe there's some chance Cleveland is going to cut them. They're playing chicken with each other right now. But I I would even take it a step further. Even if you forget about Baker Mayfield and and Jimmy G for a second, I mean, there's no way Matt Rule is going down with Sam Darnold and Matt Corral. And I'm looking at Seattle. I know that... Pete Carroll is, has a good relationship with the owner there, and the owner has not made very many, if any, public comments. But you can't go into the season with Drew Locke and Geno Smith. I mean, what are we doing? I, I, you know, I, I, because some of their other moves don't indicate that they're really trying to rebuild. I think they're putting on a good face now, but I think they're going to get one of these other guys. I don't think they're really going to start week one with Drew Locke as their quarterback. I don't believe that. Ross Tucker here on the Rich Eisen Show, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. So uh, when we went off the air on Friday, Ross, the uh, news broke that Jarvis Landry was signing with the Saints. So now that means Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas coming back, Chris Olave, um, and then uh, the returning wide receivers that that are there, uh, Alvin Kamara, and then Jameis. Would you take that offense over Tampa's, Ross? What do you think? No, no. Um, 
One has Tom Brady, one has Jameis Winston. And that's the and end I of it? I know Jameis played pretty well last year, but now are you talking about other than the quarterback? Yeah, I, I guess that, that that would be a difference maker, but um, man, the weapons that the Saints are putting together right now with the defense, so I guess since you've already answered that question, what do you think the Saints' chances are with uh, Dennis Allen at the helm of taking the Bucks out and really ruining Brady's potential final season. What do you think of that? Well, I think the thing, yeah, the thing I think is so interesting, Rich, is I think with Jameis coming off the injury and with Sean Payton, you know, stepping away, and even guys like Teron Armstead no longer being there, so they're going to probably go with a rookie like Trevor Penning, who they took in the first round from Northern Iowa. You know, I, I picture them being around a 500 ball club. I really do. But you look at the moves they've made. I mean, you look at them being aggressive and signing Jarvis Landry, being aggressive signing Tyron Matthew. You know, the amount of picks they gave up, Rich, to get Chris Olave. I mean, they traded next year's one, this year's three, and a second-round pick in 2024 to get the 16th pick from the Eagles. Then they traded a three and a four to go from 14 to 11 or from 16 to 11 to get Olave, I mean, five really solid picks for Chris Olave. Every indication we're getting from New Orleans is that they think they're going to be in the playoffs. They think they're going to be really good. They're certainly acting that way. They basically think that they're a lot better than anybody else does. I still think they're probably about a 500 team. Maybe these moves are enough to get them a wild card and – Maybe that's good enough for them to be signing these veterans, paying them what they are, mortgaging these draft picks in the future. They, they are very much in win-now mode, which I think is really interesting. I don't know if it's a culture thing, and they want to make sure that they can still win even though that Peyton's gone. They want to keep that winning atmosphere there with Dennis Allen. I don't know if they just believe in Jameis that much. I just think it's really interesting because nobody else really seems to think the Saints are as good as they seem to think they are. Ross, what's uh, what's myfrontpagestory.com? What is that? What are you doing? It is the greatest gift anybody has ever given their wife or their mom for any reason. I, we just killed it, uh, Rich, mm-hmm. for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. You basically talk to a writer about your mom or your wife or whoever. So you could do it for your dad. You could do it for your Father's Day. It's coming up in a month. Anybody listening could do it for their dad. They write the most unbelievable story about them. It looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. It's framed. It's beautiful. And it's just awesome because I've seen so many videos now when they open it. They're like, what is this? And they're just like, well, I wanted something special. So I had a story written about you. And then, you know, especially the way our parents are, they, they see something in black and white. It looks like it's a new, like my sister and I gave one to my mom when she turned 70. She just started bawling. Like my sister's quote was, I wouldn't be the woman I am today if it weren't for my mom. My mom immediately waterworks and the best thing about it is rich it's the gift that keeps on giving because they hang it on their wall so like forever they every day they see how much you love them by getting them this story you should check it out seriously brockman check it out myfrontpagestory.com on it well brockman's gonna put stuff on there about his great shooting ability and stuff like that <laughs> oh, yeah. like <laughs> honestly brockman will get the story about himself he tweeted he literally tweeted something out yesterday that the bucks could have used him at their poor shooting yeah. yesterday ridiculous are I you telling that. me that i could have done one shot better than what they did yesterday that's what you, you so there you have it that'll be a great front page story <laughs> um thanks for the call ross take care we'll we'll chat again soon Anytime, man. Take care. You got it. That's uh, Ross hey, Tucker. Buddy. You should follow him. I should. Uh, I do at Ross Tucker NFL. Let's take a break. I want to do a. Um, I want to do a project, a win loss game okay. that we do with the schedule, wins loss, and and predict the wins and losses for the Panthers and the Seahawks as they currently stand. And then let's put Baker Mayfield on their team and see how that works. <laughs> okay. I mean, seriously. Like, I'm, let's, I'm in. Let's do this. <laughs> That's what I'm seriously That's next laughing. right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Tim Kalashaw. Oh, by the way, overreaction Monday still to come an hour or two as well.
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on our terrestrial radio show, back on the Rich Eisen Show. Callaway didn't just create their longest irons ever with the new Rogue ST. They made their longest irons ever perform at the highest level for every player. Just like the, the Rogue ST drivers I've been telling you about, the Rogue ST irons come in four different offerings. There's an offering for you. Most popular iron of the bunch is the Rogue ST Max, designed for the widest range of players because of its refined Game improvement shaping, an incredible combo of speed, forgiveness, all-around performance. If you're a low to mid single-digit handicapper, Rogue ST Pro is going to give you that hollow body construction, sleek, compact player shape you're looking for. The best game improvement model is the Max OS. Mid to high handicappers, you get total forgiveness. With high launch, wide soles, enhanced offset, the Max OS Lite is their most Forgiving high launch iron, wider soles, increased lofts, and a lightweight package for players with slower swing speeds. Bottom line is no other irons perform like the new Rogue ST irons. For Find your Rogue ST irons at CallawayGolf.com slash go rogue. All right, look, the only way to figure this thing out is to do the win-loss game. What's the thing I'm <laughs> talking about? Baker Mayfield sitting there and, every, you know, we just had Ross Tucker on saying Carolina should get him. Seattle should get him. And then there's Jimmy G. We have no idea when he's going to be available or or physically ready or anything like that. So, Mike, I need NFL Films music to get us in the mood. Yes. Carolina Panthers. I want their schedule up on the screen. Because, again, right now they've got Sam Darnold and Matt Corral, the rookie, sitting right there in Carolina and the question is is do you go into the season with those guys as your quarterbacks because you you got PJ Walker in the third string I mean after Donald he gets banged up you're gonna throw Matt Corral in there so let's just get going here let's just do the first eight games okay first eight games for the Carolina Panthers win loss home for Cleveland well, they're going to start 3-0, and right? Just like last year? Well, I mean, they did start fast, but home for Cle- – I mean, these are all – any. you you tell me, uh, home for Cleveland, I'm, I'm going to give Cleveland the win. I, even wh- – why not? Okay. I, I think Cleveland's the better team. They are the better team. Cleveland is the better team. They've got the better run game. They've got the better line. Even, Even if it's, it's Jacoby Brissett. Okay. I mean, Jacoby Brissett started a season for the Indianapolis yeah, Colts. At the Giants. All right, I'll, I'll give him one there. Just because we don't even know what the Giants are. So that's one and one. Home for New Orleans, that's a loss. 
Home for Arizona. I'll give them a loss there. And then home for... They're home for San Francisco at the Rams. Home for Tampa at Atlanta. Okay, so let's do the win-loss game here. Uh, I'll give them a win at home against... Wow. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to win one of these games that they probably shouldn't. Okay, so but we're going to do win-loss game here. I say that they're a loss against Cleveland, a win at, at the Giants... Um, I'll, I'll even, I, I don't think they're better than New Orleans. I think that's a loss. I think that's one and two. Home for Arizona, I'll give them a win there. Because, again, Arizona doesn't have their their wide receiver and DeAndre Hopkins. So they're two and two, and then they lose at home against San Francisco. They come out here and get waxed by the Rams. That's two and four. Home for Tampa, that's two and five. And then at Atlanta, I'll just be generous and give them a win there, three and five. Rich, can I be cautious about giving them the L to the Browns at the beginning here because McCaffrey's going to be playing. He's going to be healthy. You know what he does in early games. He's going to have like 230 can combined I, yards and four touchdowns. Can I jump back in here and now do the same thing with Baker Mayfield as the quarterback? Sure. Please. They beat the Browns, man. With Baker. With Baker. Okay. Hell yeah. Hey, Baker, go get him. Yeah, you're probably right. Go get him. And I think they still win at the Giants. I'll give them a win there. Two. I think that they will... Lose to New Orleans at home. I'll still say that. Two and one. I think they beat Arizona. They're now three and one. Home for San Francisco, it's three and two. I think at the Rams, they get they lose three and three. And here's what I'll do. (laughs) Upset upset special? I I, I think Baker stares down Brady and plants the flag and says, go screw yourself. And they go down to Atlanta and win. (laughs) I think that's the difference between Baker being there and, and not. Also, difference between being three and five and five and three. That's what Baker Mayfield means for that team. I think we're also overhyping San Francisco. If you think Trey Lance is going to be the starter, I think Trey Lance is going to be the starter, and I think Trey Lance is going to be terrific as the starter. And I think the San Francisco 49ers, whatever you think, I'll take the over. Okay. Interesting. Give me the music again. Let's not do Seattle. Seattle Seahawks currently right now. Let's say it's Drew Locke, right? They lose that opener. Denver goes in and wins that one. I think there's no way in hell Russ loses that game right now. No, no chance. Okay. At San Francisco, they lose that one. I think they lose that one. I think home for Atlanta, they win that. That's their first win. They're one and two. At Detroit, oh my gosh. I kind of dig the Lions right now. I'll, I'll, I'll give the Lions the win there. I'm going to give the Lions the win there. That's an early, that's a one o'clock game too at Detroit. And I know that's been a Pete special is to win those games. At the New Orleans Saints, I think that is a loss. What am I giving them? I've given them now, uh, have, have they won a game yet? They, they, they beat Atlanta. So I've got them at one and four. Home for Arizona. Am I going them one and five right now? It seems that way. I'll give them a win against Arizona. Again, I think Arizona's going to have tough, tough, tough trouble starting. So that's now two wins. At the Chargers, I think they lose that. Home for the Giants, they win that. Three and five. I just gave them three and five. Man, I think that's super generous. Seattle's got number one pick written all over. Keep it going. Ooh. Let's go back now. Baker's the starter. Okay. I still think they lose to Russ. I don't think Russ is losing that football game. I don't think Russ is losing that football I game. I, I think they go to San Francisco and win with Baker. How about that? Well, you know what I think. I don't think Trey Lance is any good. All right, so that's one and one. I think they beat Atlanta. I think they beat Atlanta. I think they go to Detroit and win that game. How about that? Three and two. I know that's still the one o'clock Eastern start. Uh, home for at New Orleans, they lose that. So they're three and two. Uh, home for Arizona. I'll give them the win there. Four and two. By the way, Baker at the Chargers last year. Remember that game for the Browns and Chargers? that was on tilt. One of the best games of the uh, year. I say they lose that, and I think they beat the Giants at home. So I say they what, go four and four with Baker? It's a difference, man. And if you guys, anybody out there, gals, think differently, call us. But I think Baker's a, an upgrade. An upgrade. And we're just throwing darts right here about oh, yeah, wins yeah, and losses totally, right now. Totally. We have no earthly idea who's hurt, who's not, who comes out hot, who doesn't. 
But Baker just gives you a different edge, man. And he's an upgrade over their two situations right now. Sam Darnold versus Cleveland, your opener for Carolina. Or Baker versus Cleveland, your opener for Carolina. Different motivation of there, but yeah, obviously. And that's just a different edge. Yeah. He just brings a different edge. Just in that one game, but just in general, man. Can't believe that guy might be looking at the abyss of not starting week one right now. I just don't get it. I know I've been caping for Baker quite a bit. Well, you love him like your own son. I do not. <laughs> I do not. There's stuff going on behind the scenes I'm unfamiliar about that I'm sure a lot of people would be like, Rich, sit down. Let me tell you a story about Baker or two. I'll be like, and really? That, and that's probably likely, but there's no doubt that he can't. He, he can play. He's a starter. Do you think Russ loses that first game at all? No chance. I would bet your mortgage, 401k, really? IRA, all of it. Are you serious? Yeah, for sure. He don't play when it comes to that stuff, Under Rich. no circumstance is Russell Wilson losing week one. Zero. I mean, what's the NFL record for yards in one game passing? Is Come this, on, is this man. still Norm Van Brocklin? <laughs> it's still Norm, right? At last check, yeah. 540-something? <laughs> You're saying that's going to be eclipsed? I'm saying it's in play. Wow. No, I don't know. But I, I don't think Denver loses. You want the line, Rich? I mean, the lines are already out. Get out of here. Lines out. Oh, this makes no sense to us. I know. When I say so, us, I mean, are Rich you serious? I... Like, you can get on this now, and it, and it, still, and it yeah. still is valid oh, for, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. for oh, September yeah. the 12th? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole team oh, yeah. hasn't even assembled yet. MGM bet. You can go right there now. Boom. <laughs> Rich, by the way, why did you, would you even give him a shout out like that? Because that's where I. Oh God! I mean, did you, Mike, come on. Did you happen to hear Dan Campbell's uh, conference about them not having any primetime games and what he said? Yeah, he said that he's cool with it. Yeah, he's like, knock them all out and go home. You don't have to wait in your hotel all day. How about you, the and league you can use response, it as a bye week. The league response was, "Well, that opening window on Thanksgiving is one of our most watched. So it's basically a primetime game." I mean, that is Open true. It, it's the truth. That's true. But, people are sitting but that's kind of lame. Like, hey, look, a lot of eyes on this one. I know it's not it's prime time, but, uh, you know. It is the truth. 10 o'clock on Thursday morning. Let me tell you something. That's going to be a highest rated game they have all year. Though. Let me tell you something. I mean, come on. If the league ever decided to say, you know what, to hell with tradition. Lions just have been so terrible. They're out. Do you know how many teams would be all over saying, well, can we host that game? Really? Oh. oh yeah. I mean, players might not, but players would hate players it. Players would hate it. Yeah, but the teams—that's all eyes gosh. on you on Thanksgiving. I, I, you know, longtime executive in the NFL, uh, who shall remain nameless for the moment, thought that the the Lions should be relegated out of that spot. It's beachfront property. Is that first Thanksgiving game? So yes, that is. It's it's not played at night, but in terms of the audience, it's bigger than some of the night games. Yeah, for so sure. So I'll, I'll back that play for a moment. Tim Kalishaw coming up.